Nexus Sales, I'm Coco. And this is the Nexus Podcast. My dad is the host, and he's Dr. Daniel Kimberly. And I love him so much. Enjoy this episode. It'll change your life. What is up, all my Nexus fam? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned into another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I'm going to do something that is going to seem very unorthodox and out of the ordinary, and I hope you will stick with me through this episode because it can provide massive amount of value to you. Um, but what I want to do is there are a lot of places on Facebook specifically, a lot of groups, a lot of mom groups, a lot of holistic groups who are constantly searching for this hack or this supplement or this trick or this help with ear infections or this help with fever or this help with asthma, or this help with cough, this help with cholesterol, this help with my husband's anxiety. Like there's all these posts all the time. And uh, I'm literally driving home from the, an amazing experience I had today. I'll share it with you some other time. I kind of want to keep it a secret though. Just keep it to myself. I shared my wife uh, the story of this amazing transformation that um, someone who I have had the honor of taking care of has gotten. And I won't share that story with you yet. I'll share it at some point in the future, but neither here nor there. The point of this is that what I wanted to do, because I get so fired up, I see these posts and I'm like, oh my gosh, chiropractic can help you with that. People have no idea. Oh my gosh, chiropractic can help you with that. People have no idea. The problem though, is that if I did that, I would literally spend all my time responding to Facebook posts and I would never get anything productive done. Um, and so, you know, what I wanted to do for this episode is literally just look through, I'm just going to look at the most recent posts. Um, I'm going to go through as many as I can and I'm not going to overwhelm you. I'm not going to take a bunch of time, but I'm just going to give you my like quick fire explanation of answers and solutions to these families issues that they're struggling with. So I'm not going to mention anybody by name. I'm not even going to tell you what group these posts are coming from. You can easily find it on your own. Uh, but what I did want to do is just share with you, like here are the, the abundance of ways that chiropractic can change someone's life. Like we talk about posture, presence, productivity, profit, and this is what we help people with. But the reality is, it's like so many people get stuck in a conversation of pain or ear infections or some symptom that they forget that what the bigness of what we do is, is actually connecting people back to like who they were designed to be, connecting people back to the highest version of themselves. So what I want to do is I just want to go through some posts with you, if that's okay. Um, and I'm going to read you exactly what the post says. And then I'm going to give you my answers from a chiropractic perspective, because what I know is that there are a ton of supplements and hacks and tricks and nutrition advice and all these things that people want to try to hack their way with. But the reality is that if you don't address the way that your brain, the way that your frontal cortex, the way that your nervous system is functioning, we will completely miss the boat on what actually creates health within our systems in the first place. I do not believe that I am the best doctor. I do not believe that there is any doctor out there who is the best doctor. Your body, the doctor inside of you, the one who tells your heart to pump blood, the one who tells your lungs to convert oxygen and CO2, the one who tells your muscles to move, your body does trillions of processes every single minute and you give very little conscious thought to like any of those. And so you're this amazing doctor, but the problem is that in a stressed out state, the body can't do its thing. So I want to share some of this with you and I'll directly tie it back to stress for each one of the posts. So without further ado, here we go. First post, a uh, recommendation on what to take to fall asleep, stay asleep and not wake up groggy for an adult, no melatonin, please. Well, here's what I'll tell you is that when you understand that fight or flight branch of the nervous system, there's a sympathetic branch of the nervous system. It releases 
three stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine. Guess what? Those hormones in a cocktail are designed to keep us awake, keep us alert, keep us on guard. So if there's someone who's chronically having difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep and waking up groggy, the reality is, is that their body is stuck in a fight or flight state. And that fight or flight state is keeping them awake or keep, not letting them get into a deep enough sleep where their body can actually recover itself. So again, you could take whatever supplement you want, right? But unless you address the cause of the body being out of a fight or flight state, the brain being stuck in a parasympathetic or healing or a rest and digest state, key word in this is rest and digest. Sleep, rest, those two things go together. Our body can't be in fight or flight and rest and digest at the same time. So this is what we do. We move the joints of the spine properly. We wake up your brain. We allow your brain to go into that rest and digest state so that you can sleep. Um, someone who I was just taking care of, their first adjustment, they're like, dude, slept deeper. My eyes felt so health heavy. I had the most restful night of sleep I've ever had. Why is that the case? Because we brought the body out of the sympathetic fight or flight state and into a rest and digest state. Next one. Uh, I'm going to skip just a little bit. Let's see. Uh, my two-month-old came down with a cold. I had it first. I felt bad for two days, throat irritation, stuffy nose. Then now my kiddo is starting to show symptoms. What should I do? Well, here's the reality. Is that, in my opinion, it's not being sick. It's expressing health. The body gets a stuffy nose and a cough and all the expulsion of all of the stuff because the body's literally trying to heal itself. So, the last thing that we want to do is stop the body from having a stuffy nose. The last thing we want to do is stop the body from having a cough because if we do that, we prevent our body's natural mechanisms from clearing out the gunk in the first place. It seems so counterintuitive, right? But we've been raised our whole lives to believe that like, if we're sick, then we need to get rid of the symptoms. But the reality is, is those symptoms are designed to keep you healthy. This is why you get a fever. Your body heats up so it can burn off bacteria and viruses. Just like you cook chicken on a grill and you don't eat raw chicken. I have a few friends who actually do eat raw chicken. Whole other conversation for a different episode of the podcast. So with this mom specifically, what would I say? This is what I would say. I would say that what we know is that when the brain is in a fight or flight state, we actually turn off the immune system. We don't need to fight microbes and bacteria and boost our immune system if we're fighting to run away. We literally just need to fight and run away. So cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine actually turn off the immune system. Um, and we have an inflammatory response instead. And so what's interesting about this is cortisol puts sugar in the bloodstream. We know sugar in the bloodstream actually stunts or turns off the, um, the um, immune system as well. And so we get this, like all of this cocktail of these hormones, right? This is just simple neurophysiology. When we're in a fight or flight state, we weaken the immune system. If we continue over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to weaken the immune system because our body's chronically stuck in this stressed out state, then our immune systems aren't going to function well. So the question is, what can you do? What can this mama do? My recommendation would be that she should have her kiddo under chiropractic care, ASAP. Anytime Coco gets any expression of health at all, stuffy nose, cough, fever, etc., the first and number one thing that we always reach for is my instruments to adjust her to make sure her brain is functioning at 100%. I'll share an interesting story with you. We have a family that we just recently started taking care of, and mom was super sick. The kids were super sick. Mind you, mom just started care with us. Kids not under care at all. Dad, however, was the first one to start with us. And he's been with us for about three months. So he's been here significantly longer getting care. And he's like, dude, it's so crazy. Whole family was like down for the count, like a week at a time, just pe my fam dropping like flies. I didn't get anything. Like I had this just little cough real quick and then it was gone. I never had a fever. I never got thrown down. 
Why is that the case? And I'm like, dude, it's the case because you've been here the longest, because you understand that your nervous system is what modulates your immune system. And when you have a stronger nervous system, you're by default going to have a stronger immune system. So that was that one. Super cool, super interesting. Let's keep on going. Uh, I got to skip for a little bit. Oh, what have you done to lower cholesterol levels naturally? So here's the deal. Cholesterol, we know, this is a female asking this, by the way, we know that women over the age of 40 who have higher cholesterol live longer than women over the age of 40 who have lower cholesterol. I'm gonna say that one more time. Women over the age of 40 who have higher cholesterol live longer than women over the age of 40 who have lower cholesterol. Here's what's interesting. This is what we know about the fight or flight or the stress response in the body is that when the body goes into a fight or flight state, our body actually releases LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, into the system. Why would it do this? Because that cholesterol is a precursor for a number of things. One, inflammatory markers. Two, it's a precursor for more stress hormones. And three, it actually keeps us protected. If we put fat of this fatty-like substance, cholesterol, into the bloodstream and we get cut open because we're getting attacked or we, our brains think that we're getting attacked, i.e. stress, then our bodies are going to dump cholesterol. So again, like they're looking for a solution to the problem, right? But the solution is right in front of them. It's like your cholesterol is high for a reason. Taking a medication is going to lower your cholesterol, but what happens when you stop taking the medication? Your cholesterol is going to go right back up. Why? Because you never address the cause. I see people all the time who have been to naturopaths, who have been to doctors of osteopath, uh, who have been to homeopaths, and they're prescribed all these different things to help lower their cholesterol. And then they come and they start getting adjusted for the first time and they realize like, oh my gosh, I didn't need any of these supplements in the first place. Why? Because we address how the body is stuck in a stressed out state. And if the body is stuck in a stressed out state, then from a neurophysiological perspective, the body is going to increase cholesterol levels. And unless we address why those cholesterol levels are there in the first place, we will completely miss the cause and you will forever be chasing symptoms. Here's what's super interesting about this too, is that we know cholesterol is really good for the brain. We know through all the facts and the statistics and the science and the research that our body produces four times more cholesterol than we could ever ingest through our diet. So what does this mean? If we stop eating cholesterol, our body's going to produce more because we need it. It's actually good for the brain, uh, which is why people who take cholesterol medication long-term have dementia and Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and a bunch of other neurodegenerative disorders. So I could go on and on and on about cholesterol, but just understand that if you don't address the stress being stuck on the nervous system, you'll literally miss the cause. So next one here. Um, give me one second as I get back into... Facebook so that I can read you the next one. Um, let's see here. My kid's grandma was just diagnosed with H. pylori and SIBO. They spend a lot of time with her and they're constantly sharing drinks. So when we talk about the digestive system, this one should be pretty simple, right? Fight or flight is the stress branch of the nervous system. Fight or flight turns off the digestive system. The other healing branch of the nervous system is the rest and digest system. So if we don't address the digestive system via what the brain is telling the body to do, then we will get an overflow of our, just an imbalance of gut bacteria in the first place. I've helped tons of people with gut health. Um, the reason that we do this is because what we know is that in fight or flight, we actually pull blood out of the digestive system so we can put more oxygen and energy and blood into the big muscles so we have it there to fight and run away. 
Long term, terrible though, because we kill, start to kill off good healthy gut bacteria. Our good healthy gut bacteria produces vitamin K. Vitamin K is a precursor for serotonin. Serotonin is something that's impl uh, implicated in depression. And so like there's this whole downstream symptom of effects based on what happens with someone when we are, when they're under chiropractic care or when they're not under chiropractic care and their brain gets stressed out. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go one more if I can find a good one. Okay. Here's a great one. Um, a dad on the East Coast, unbearable ear pressure, pressure in his head. Now hearing is muffled. Now he has blurred vision in his right eye. Um, is there a doctor that we could find to help this person? Chiropractor. Like plain and simple. ENTs are going to look in the ears. They're going to say ear infection. That I've seen this a million times on a practice where they're just like, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with this person. I don't know why they have this. Um, just go to the next specialist. Go to the next specialist. The problem with this approach is that like all of these things are symptoms of what what is happening with the brain and with the nervous system. And we've seen it time and time and time again where people's ringing in their ears goes away. Where people's um, issues of vertigo or issues of car sickness like all melt away. Why? Because of the way that we activate the brain when we do the adjustments to the body. What we know is that the upper cervical spine, there are tons of little receptors that are designed to feed the cerebellum, which then feeds the frontal part of the brain. The front part of the brain is a part of the brain that's responsible for turning off the stress response. So what we know is that if your body's stuck in a fight or flight state, joints and spine stop moving well, that's going to negatively affect the ears. It's going to negatively affect the balance system. It's going to negatively affect the eyes, which are all interconnected as a reflex called the cervical vestibular occipital reflex. And if we don't address that reflex and the reason that it's not working properly, then someone is going to have symptoms just like this. So what is the big takeaway, right? Like I just talked about, maybe none of these symptoms, none of these problems, none of these issues apply to you. Here's the reality is that in our office, we talk about posture, presence, productivity, profit. The question becomes why? The reason why we talk about posture, presence, productivity, profit is because we know that everything about the chiropractic adjustments that we do in our office and the speed at which we do them because it's scientifically validated is that movement of the joints of the spine properly to create balance within the brain actually activates the rest and digest system in the body. And what we know is that rest and digest system, when it is activated, positively affects our posture. If you think about fight or flight or the stress state for a moment, a fight or flight posture is going to be in this posture. The front part of the brain is actually tells your body what to be, to be here or to be here. And so if we don't address the front part of the brain, then you can stretch your pecs all day long. You can strengthen your back muscles all day long. Your posture is still going to suck. I'm sorry to say it's a reality. Um, if you disagree with that, then look at what the frontal cortex, the prefrontal cortex specifically, de is designed to do with flexors in the body. And you will see there's a thing called flexor tone. You can look all this up. But what happens is the frontal cortex inhibits flexion if it is strong. So if we have a weak frontal cortex, then we will see flexion. We will see a fight or flight posture. It totally makes sense because it's preparing us to fight or run away. This decreases breathing. This decreases oxygen uptake. It weakens the diaphragm. There are a bunch of other things that happen. So when we adjust someone the way that we do inside of our office, we can positively infect and address their posture, which we do every single time we're taking care of someone. When we affect their posture, that by default affects the same part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex of the brain, which is responsible for someone's presence, their ability to stay focused on a task 
and do it and stay motivated to do it because the front part of the brain is the part of the brain that's responsible for our grit, for our willpower, for our motivation, for our determination, for our curiosity, for our creativity, for our emotional intelligence, for determining good versus bad and right versus wrong, for being able to set a short-term goal or a long-term goal and then take steps to actually achieve that goal in the first place, all housed inside of the prefrontal cortex. So if we positively affect someone's posture, then naturally, because those same skills where the posture is housed are housed in the frontal cortex of the brain, we're going to increase someone's ability to be present. And when someone is more present, they're going to be in the moment. They're going to be able to focus more. They'll be able to get more done, which leads to more productivity. Getting more done in the same amount of time, crushing it, staying focused, getting rid of the brain fog, uh, being more connected, being more emotionally available, like all these things have to do with productivity. And then lastly, that leads to profit. We help tons of entrepreneurs make way more money. It's a fact. However, the coolest part of what we get passionate about here at Nexus Family Chiropractic is this, is that we allow people by nature of what I just talked about to profit from life experience. Like the dad that I mentioned who didn't have a fever. He got to go out and continue golfing while his whole family was laid up. We're trying to get the whole family under care, including kids, because we know that when we wake up the brains, their nervous systems are going to function better. We know that when the husband who has the vertigo and the ears and the eye issues, when he gets better, he's going to be a better husband. He's going to be there more for his kids. He's going to be there more for his family. He's going to be more productive at work. He's for sure going to make more money. Like we see these things all the time, but it all starts with posture. So posture, presence, productivity, profit. I could talk about this all day, all night. My question for you is this, is what did you get out of this episode? Like what's your number one takeaway? And then what's one thing that you can start to implement into your life today that will radically transform the game for you so that you can experience more presence, more productivity, and more profit. My friends, I love you. I appreciate you. If you got some value out of this episode, if you could share it up with someone who needs to hear it, go check us out on YouTube and watch this and hit the brain in different ways just when you see me talk about the frontal cortex. And that is all I have this week, and I promise you that I will come at you again next week. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.